Good. Well, good morning, everyone. Um, I just wanted to take one minute and just tell you how much both my dad and I appreciated your prayers, both last week and this week. Uh, as Don said, he is still in the hospital. He was very weak, but he's doing very well. Um, he'll be coming home early this week, and he's really looking forward to that. And I'm feeling way, way better, but I still do have a lot of irritation and coughing. So if you hear me cough, please forgive that. And that said, I just wanted to share this brief word with you this morning. Uh, it's about the arm of the Lord. And I'm just going to take a minute to pray and ask the Lord that you bless this with your presence, oh God, for it's the most important thing in our lives. And I pray, oh God, that this be pleasing unto you and that it bless the people in Jesus' name. Amen. We read in John 4.24 that God is a spirit and that we who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But have you ever wondered why scripture speaks so much about the arms and hands of God if he is a spirit? And of course, we do believe that he is. And we also recognize that this is largely figuratively speaking throughout much of scripture. But I believe there may be another meaning to this as well, and I want to look at that this morning. <clears throat> John 1.1 says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we know that this is speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, who was present with the Father, from the very beginning and was known as the word and who assisted his father in the creation recorded in the book of Genesis. We know this. God said, all of a sudden feedback. Are you guys hearing that? Okay. We know this because God said, let us make man in our own image, plural, meaning there's more than just him present. And of course, when God created man, Adam, he gave him arms in the image of the father and the son. And yes, I'm still talking about arms. We'll get to more of that in just a minute. In the book of Exodus, we see God used Moses' arms as extension of his very own arms of leading the children of Israel out of the bondage of Egypt. And God told Aaron and his sons that as long as they upheld the arms of Moses whenever they would fall, that God would bless them in battle against all of their enemies. In Deuteronomy 26.8, we read that the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with great deeds of terror and signs and wonders, God outstretched his mighty arm to save. 
And by the time we get to the prophetical books, we already see a very distinct, clear description of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who was to come as the Savior of the world, as the very extension of the arm of God. I think we need to be very clear that this extended arm is both full of mercy to save, but also swift to bring judgment to those who would reject him. It might seem confusing on the one hand that the church is crying out to God in prayer for revival and reformation, and I believe that we are and we certainly should be doing that. To see souls saved is paramount and it fulfills the scripture. And yet on the other hand, we should also be crying out to God for judgment against every entity that exalts itself against God and his church. Scripture surely bears out both the love and the judgment through that extended arm of God in that his beloved son, Jesus Christ, surely died for the sinner. After all, it was his two arms that were nailed to the cross. It was at the cross that the father's arm extended through his son to a lost world. But it was also at the cross, thank God, that sin was judged and sentenced. It was at the cross that the arm of the Father totally and completely accomplished its purpose through his son, Jesus. And that's the good news of the gospel. Not only are those arms full of love, but they are full of judgment. And let's remember this. As long as the church remains upon this earth, that message of love through that extended arm of Jesus Christ will continue reaching the lost. So I still believe no matter how dark, no matter how bleak, that extended arm is still reaching out today and it's available to anyone who accepts that love and that sacrifice from Jesus. So as we're going to pray this morning, you bet I am praying for revival, for we need it now more than we ever have in the past. But I'm also praying for that extended arm of judgment to move against every satanic onslaught against God, his son, and his church. Now, you may think we shouldn't be praying this way, but listen to what the psalmist David said in Psalm 119, verses 126 through 128. He said, it is time for thee, Lord, to work, for they have made void thy law. But I love your commandments above gold, yes, above fine gold. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right 
and I hate every false way. We are not the one who is judging a man's soul, but we are asking the righteous judge with his arm of judgment to judge every precept that is false because God's precepts are right and we hate every false way that exalts itself against him. Let's pray. Father, in your name, we ask, Lord, you are the great giver of life and salvation, and you are the sender of the one who gave his very life for us. And Father, you are the one with that extended arm to work. And we say, as the psalmist David, now is the time, Lord, for there are those who cry out for your love, but there are also those, Lord, who have made void your law, and we ask you to judge those precepts. God, I pray that you would touch our open hearts today with that revival, Lord, that we cry out for, and that our light will so shine in this darkness because you said only a tiny bit of light is needed and the darkness will be no more. I ask you to bless, Lord, these dear, precious ones. Keep every one of them in your shelter, Lord, in the shelter of those arms, safe and well and happy, healthy in every day to come. Lord, I ask you to meet every need, no matter what that is. Lord, the uncertainty of these these false ways, Lord, that are being presented. Oh, God, I ask you to bring clarity. I ask you to bring direction and guidance, Lord, on how to move forward. And, Lord, especially today, I ask you to bless our children. Lord, let them physically feel your arms around them, Lord, as they have returned to school amidst this time of confusion. Let them never lose sight of your precious precepts, for they are more precious than fine gold. And Lord, we give all the glory, all the praise in that matchless name above every name. It was at your name, Lord, that you brought the Son of Love, Jesus Christ, to this dying world and we thank you for it we ask your presence in jesus name to go with us amen and amen sorry it was pretty brief this morning but i hope that we can know that we can rely always on both the arm of love and the arm of judgment that god reaches down with both and he says that he will judge and he will move. And we ask it now. <laughs> now is the time, Lord, in Jesus' name. And with that, I'll turn it back to you, Don. I hope to see you next week. I expect to see you next week. And I pray the Lord bless you. <laughs>